1: Welcome back here to X's and Bro's on the Michigan Sports Network. Banglaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Joining us now, a member of the Football Writers Association of America and National Football Foundation, our good buddy, John Wagner. Ah, John, I got all the titles right. I wrote them down in big, bold, put them in a little paper holder right in front of me so I wouldn't botch that this morning. That ends a streak of three consecutive weeks. See, even I can get a win before the Pistons do. How are you, my my good
0: man? Oh, geez. Shots fired during the Christmas season. My gosh, Anthony. And I thought you were the one who was saying the Pistons were on their way to an NBA title about a year ago this time, right? Wasn't that it? Or am I? No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I am a little slice of heaven. Anthony, how are you and yours during this wonderful Christmas season?
1: Uh, you know all is uh, all is well we survived the very busy Christmas season per usual and uh, that was a good thing and then you know got to celebrate the day after Christmas with a little uh, bowl game bonanza Minnesota your Minnesota Golden Gophers taking on the Bowling Green State University Falcons there in Ford Field a real slobber knocker a real doozy there uh, for the folks I was actually really just very happy and pleased with the attendance I mean almost the entirety of the lower bowl at Ford Field uh, was full and I think that that in itself is a win across the board because you had a uh, a bowling green team trying to find itself a minnesota team that you know let's face it they just weren't very good and that was a tight game uh, throughout and it was actually kind of a lot of fun so uh, i mean good for both of those teams and you know minnesota gets their seventh consecutive bowl game victory i don't know exactly what that means uh, but it but it is a win and and it's something they can hang their hat on and they got the extra practices out of it so it's a good thing for the program
0: you know, it's interesting that you put that positive spin on it because, for me, I'm really starting to lose a lot of the luster of the Bulls because, well, let me let me counterpoint you there, and you're you're welcome to tell me if I'm wrong on this, but yes, Minnesota didn't even have six wins, so the the NCAA or the Bulls or whomever's in charge set a minimum criteria. And Minnesota couldn't even meet that. And yet they were in a bowl game with only five wins. Uh, Their, their starting quarterbacks already in the portal. So that meant their third string quarterback was on the field. They were missing other key players who were either injured, which, you know, that happens over the course of a season, or they decided, Oh, you know what? I'm going to start getting ready for my pros and, try to prepare myself for the draft slash free agency, which has really been just a real suck on the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? It sucks a lot of the luster out of the Bulls. And let's let's step aside from that game to another game. You know, look the Ohio State game is coming up in a couple of days. And yeah, there are gonna be guys in Ohio State uniforms, but this is not the Ohio State team that was ranked way up in the top ten, fighting for a position in the uh, the CFP, uh, and you know they're just they're not the same. The moment they lost it, a bunch of guys jumped in the portal. A bunch of other guys said, "Hey, I'm getting ready for my pro day and for the draft, and I don't want to get hurt." And this this team may be packaged as quote unquote Ohio State, but this ain't the real Ohio State team. And and in case you think I'm ripping on Ohio State, I am not. I'm ripping on every team that once they are not in the playoff, they just become a shell of themselves. This is not the team that we watched for 12 weeks or 13 weeks, pretty much up and down the line. Unless it's one of those four teams that's still in the playoffs you can make an argument that every one of these teams is only a shell of the former selves. And to to some degree success or failure in a bowl is just a matter of how many of the troops can we keep together? How many of the guys can we keep from jumping into the portal or into the NFL pool or just basically out of the program? It, it has become really, Uh, frustrating, I guess. I mean, I'm not losing sleep over this, uh, but the Bulls are not, you know, not the regular season anymore. They're just not. And they've become even more so in the last couple of years when people are telling us they're going to prep for their NFL career, which I don't begrudge them that. I, I understand that you don't want to get hurt. It could cost you millions of dollars, but it kind of loses some of that. Hey, I'm all about my teammates. My teammates are my family, but, but you know, I have a chance to make a million dollars. So forget the family, I'm out. That That's kind of disappointing to me. And you know, now seeing the transfer portal do even more of that, it's, Hey, you know what? I was part of this team during the regular season, but I I got to watch out for number 1 here. So, when they go to a bowl, have at it, but I'm I I got to do my own thing now. That's that's really disappointing.
1: You know, I've always felt that, you know, from a team perspective, now every college coach in America would probably argue with me, and I understand their point because they're they're doing things differently. They have a different job to do, and that's to get their guys prepared. P.J. Fleck referred to the point in which your regular season comes to an end and your bowl game starts. You know, he called it 2023.5, and it was like, you know, get ready for the bowl game, you get the extra practices, then you get ready for 2024 and turn the page. And uh, Okay, I understand that. The bowl games outside of the big ones have always been meaningless to me, Uh, They're even more meaningless now uh, that, you know, the transfer portal is wreaking havoc across college football. You have your opt-outs. I'm on the same page with you there. But I do have a really good idea, John, that could make the bowl season so we can get all of these bowl sponsors and get these games still on television and still give them plenty of meaning. Do you know what that is, my friend?
0: Oh, well, of course I do. You're going to. Have twenty-two rounds of playoffs, so every bowl no, hold can on. be a first-round. <laughs> yeah, no. Wait a minute, hear no, me out. I know hear where are no, Hold on. All right, Split. I'm, I'm going to be quiet and hear you out. Split the Power Five
1: and the group of five split them in their entirety and allow them to run their own 16 team playoffs that way we get meaningful games and a lot of games because we got to have them on TV because we got to have TV ratings it would jump through the roof people would be ecstatic campus sites like I've been saying for years they're finally going to do it with the expanded playoff everything I'm saying is starting to happen it's just taking more time because the powers that be apparently don't listen every day they only listen like once a month to the the program but everything i've been saying now for the longest time is starting to come to fruition i put my crystal ball away and i'm just like look it just makes the most sense let the group of five play for their national championship. Let the power five play for theirs. We can go 16 team playoffs, which totally makes sense. It's you know it's not even anywhere near what any other pro sports league does as far as the number of teams and the percentage that would make the playoff. It's good for all parties involved. Everybody gets the national TV stage. We get the sponsorship money. We get home games. It's a win-win. This is a win-win. I love it, John.
0: Okay. Well, I hear what you're saying. I again, you're you're making some bowls bigger than other bowls, which I, whatever, I get it. That's part of the gig already, anyhow. Yeah, I the rose bowl was always bigger more,
1: than the Popeye's bowl. It's always been bigger I, than the it, potato bowl.
0: I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And some of these bowls, the moment you've said though, I I guess this is probably my biggest argument. The moment you've said, this is the power five, and this is the group of five, you've already delineated different levels.
1: Yes, they are why different don't levels. We,
0: but they're not. They're all part of the same governance structure. They're all playing under the same rules in terms yeah, of
1: that's why we have to split
0: becoming bowl eligible and things like that.
1: That's why we got to split them.
0: Okay, so we should have 1A, 1B, and 1C because we already have a 1, the FCS. Those are still allegedly Division I schools but are part of the championship playoffs. So we already have a splinter of 1. You want another splinter of 1? Yes. 1A, 1B, 1C? Yes. You realize that teams qualifying for bowls have to beat ones that are 1A or, well, well B S be, Because, John, what you're
1: trying to do right now is fit a round peg into a square hole. What we need to do is completely blow up the current structure in the way that all of this is formulated to make it better for the game's in its entirety make it better not only for the individual players themselves make it better for the schools and make it better and more interesting for like the duke's mayo bowl that was on last night for example the duke's mayo bowl could have been one of the sunbelt teams versus one of the mac teams and that could have been an opportunity to advance to the next round it could have been on a campus site and it could have been good for everybody and and duke's mayo can be the title sponsor we just get rid of the entirety of the bowl idea we have to evolve and change the way we think don't make me go Tupac well, again on you. Th-
0: yeah, let me let me just you know you just said one thing that you just kind of threw out there, and I think it's a huge problem and a huge mistake, and that is campus sites. I really think campus sites is a problem because you're you're. I know what you're going to say. Oh, we can draw a much bigger crowd if we go and have this game at well, like Ohio State rather than make Ohio State go to Miami for the Orange Bowl. Correct. Okay, just making something up here. No, that, that okay. works out
1: perfect. Thank you.
0: The problem is for a ton of these bowls, that answer is no. And a ton of these schools, the answer is no. Ohio State, if you said Ohio State in two weeks is going to host a bowl game, are they going to sell it out in two weeks?
1: Oh, yeah. will sell it out in two hours.
0: Okay, and this is this is the point I want to make. You're I don't disagree with you. The problem becomes there are a bunch of Power Five schools that are not Ohio State, Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, Texas, Alabama, Georgia, maybe a handful of others, and a small handful of others who could say we're going to play a home game. And in two weeks, we're going to sell it out. Oregon comes to mind now that I've stopped. Oklahoma, if I didn't say it earlier. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, schools aren't going to be able to pull that off. Remember also, kids are not in school. For example, in the Big Ten, who could pull that off, Anthony? And I'll give you a hint. There's only three schools that could do it.
1: A home playoff game in the
0: playoffs. Sell it out.
1: On the actual, well, no, it would be the very next week. Like, there wouldn't be this big gap this okay, month-long break. Okay, even better. Thank yeah, you. The next With week. a
0: week to get it ready. Who could do
1: that in the Big Ten? Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan State, Indiana, no, no. Iowa, Northwestern, oh, Wisconsin, oh. Nebraska, oh, Purdue, gosh. Illinois, Minnesota. And if you can't do it, you don't belong in the Big Ten or in Division One. It's not for everybody. The club is Anthony. closed. So if you can't bring the noise and sell out a stadium for a home playoff game, you don't belong playing in my D1 football, John. This ain't for everybody.
0: Get them out of here. Anthony. Toss them. Anthony. Anthony. The, the big 10 schools that could get that done are Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, period,
1: end of sentence. Iowa Nebraska wouldn't sell out a, a home playoff game? Are you telling and me Michigan maybe,
0: State would sell- Nebraska? Nah, not a chance. Oh my not God. Not a chance. You got to be kidding in me. In a week? In a week. In a week. Anthony, they're not selling out games now. Because they're be not any good. That's why
1: nobody's going to well, week 12 at home or week 13 at home when your team's got three wins. But if your team is playing for a playoff berth and you get to host a playoff game, which if you're not any good, you wouldn't be hosting. You wouldn't be in the playoff anyways. But if you're good, I, I was still selling tickets. Nebraska still selling tickets. Michigan. Right, State. Dave,
0: they're selling tickets right now for next year. This is a year round process where they're selling tickets with a week to sell tickets. You know what? As I think about it, Nebraska might be able to pull that off.
1: They did it for Nebraska, volleyball; they'll do it crazy. for football. Like
0: no, exactly. Shut. That's you're right. I, so Nebraska maybe, Shut. but you yeah, come on now, Anthony. You've solved another problem. Schools, though. This is are great. Are you telling me? Are you telling me that Indiana could do that?
1: If Indiana was going to host a playoff game,
0: if you're right, you're right, you're right. You're There's because, nothing there. No, you're right. The answer is no. They'll never NL be good period. enough. They
1: would never be good enough to host a playoff game in a 16 even, team playoff.
0: Even if they were, they could never it do it. It would never happen. Even so if they were good you enough. You
1: solved actually another problem. Because the product is so watered down, something that I've been saying forever, we can get rid of a lot of these schools in D1. As we rethink the model of what Division one football is and we break it up into a Premier League-style, a tier-layered system based on oh, attendance, Anthony, based on a, ratings, based on money. Here's the problem with that right
0: now. Yeah. Here's the problem right now with that. Mm-hmm. How many tiers are you going to create?
1: Probably five.
0: You got the... If, <laughs>
1: if we kept... If we kept Power Five and Group of Five together, I would go with the five-tier relegation system. Absolutely, more tiers
0: than a than a, a a wedding cake, Anthony. Good lord, you got more tiers than a wedding cake, John.
1: You covered I mean, minor league baseball for God's sakes. Yeah, how many there's leagues ladder, are there? How man. many leagues are there in minor league baseball?
0: And not all of them are telling us that they're going to crown champions. They're going, to but crown they all have champions. a they all
1: have a playoff, don't they?
0: sorta kind of kinda, right sort of. and
1: so when toledo wins sort the of. il championship isn't that a big deal for toledo
0: the swamp uh, ducks it, it is for it is for the organization mm-hmm. but you also got to remember they're winning their playoffs by playing a best of 3 after playing 140 or 50 games what kind of sense does that make we've played 140 so we can play three. Right. My my point is no is no that fair.
1: they still put the little banner up on the ribbon and they still talk about the glory years of Toledo Dirt Chickens baseball, right? They still, like, I, it still oh, matters. It now. matters to the organization. Now,
0: if you're going to start cheap shotting, I'm going to start cheap shotting the NFL as well. Are you telling me that the Lions are Super Bowl bound? you got to be kidding you you me. You can't tell me that they they're not. They barely beat... They barely beat the Vikings' 5th screen quarterback on Sunday. Did they win, barely. yes or no?
1: Did they win, yes or no?
0: Did they win Did in they a way win. that I have any confidence in them? And N-O. oh, That's totally N-O. fine. You don't have to
1: have confidence in them.
0: All you have to do is beat the nuts. team in
1: front of you on the day that you're scheduled to play, and you advance. That's how a single-elimination playoffs work.
0: And then when it gets to that tournament and they have to play the 49ers or even the struggling Eagles – you're going to tell me the Lions are going to
1: win that. Are they going to roll the ball? Lions and play? are going to win. They're going to roll the ball and play. They're going to play. You sound just like the college football playoff committee. Let's go with the glitz and the glam. We think that team's going to win. We don't even need to play just to advance. You got to roll it out there and play John Wagner, if not, then what about Buster Douglas? That's all we got for today, John, my friend, as always, partner. It's always a pleasure to solve all of the world's problems, and I'm happy to have you here by my side in order to fix college football for the betterment of all college kids with academia and the student-athlete experience at the forefront and paramount of all of our discussions.
0: Anthony, I want to say (laughs) congratulations to the Lions on winning the NFC North, their first-ever North Division title ever, since the thing was created. Congratulations to the Lions. Great win. I will believe that they can make the Super Bowl n- not one moment before they make it, not a moment sooner. I am a non believer. Lucky Land Casino
1: asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky?